0: Welcome to The Savvy Founder. The one place for
1: entrepreneurs and business owners. Away from the everyday bustle. Where we help you find your path to a profitable and bright future.
0: Now here's your host, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist himself, Philip Topham. Hello and welcome to The Savvy Founder. I'm your host, Philip Topham. I am absolutely happy to have Dina abdul Majid here, or I shouldn't say here, but all the way from Jordan. Welcome.
1: Hello, Phil. I'm really happy to be here as well.
0: Yeah. When uh, you and I had our pre-recording meeting, I learned so much about your business and what you've been doing and the challenges that you've overcome. I'm sure you'll have lots to share with the audience. So, First, why don't you tell people where you're at and what is the business?
1: Sure. So um, as Phil was saying, so I'm Dina Abdul-Majid. I'm the founder and CEO of 360 Moms. Uh, I was previously the head of the creative team uh, at Yahoo in the Middle East and Africa. Prior to that, I was an art director at an advertising agency. I have 19 years of experience mainly in uh, online digital solutions, user experience, online advertising, uh, branding, online and offline design. Uh, I was in leadership roles most of my career. Uh, I'm also a mother of two children, Hashim and Salant. Nice. So I can tell you about uh, my business. So uh, mainly uh, 360 Moms is an online bilingual platform uh, and mobile app aimed to revolutionize the digital support uh, offered to mothers. So what we do is that we inspire them with updated content around children's health and well-being. We empower them with answers from some of the best experts in the world. We offer them uh, amazing discounts uh, that will help them save money through our rewards program. Uh, so basically, all all of this is uh, uh, available to moms uh, on our online platform and our uh, mobile app.
0: Yeah, I know that that's fantastic that uh, that the moms can get the the education they need in a in a open and honest way, uh, no matter where they're at. Now, you you had a very good corporate career, and so when you started your your startup journey, uh, what made you do that? Because it's a uh, you know it was a steady steady work, and now you're the chief everything officer, right?
1: Yeah, everything, everything, exactly, Phil. Um, so yeah, definitely, I was used to the corporate life and um, it's much it's much easier because you have a defined role. Uh, you have your uh, salary <laughs> from day one, you have all the benefits, um, but it's it's so different when you have a vision, when you have a dream and you know that you can add value to the community and you can, uh, you can make it a better world. So when you have this vision, and this is what happened to me, I had a really clear vision and I was so excited about achieving it that I just started my entrepreneurial uh, journey without right. even realizing how hard it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard, but uh, the passion, when you have this passion, when you have this vision, it's all worth it. Um, it, it, it. It has been very challenging since I didn't have any business background. Uh, and this is something that we discussed, Phil. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I, I truly appreciate that uh, your vision and mission and purpose. Uh, that's what I call a meaningful struggle. You know, if we, we can go to work and get ourselves, we get a paycheck, and it's just there. But once you kind of get that purpose, like you found that fire in your belly, then it it makes the long hours you work uh, worthy, right?
1: So true, one hundred percent. It's so worth it because you you know that you're adding value to the world. What's better than that? And you know, uh, Phil, I had some really low points during my journey, and when I what made me go on is the feedback from mothers that I'm helping, right. how much it's affecting them, how much it's impacting them, how much it's helping them. When I hear that, I just go on.
0: Very, very nice. Yeah. So for all of you would-be entrepreneurs and people that are on your journey, you know, take heed. You know, there's going to be times when you're in despair and you need to have that passion and mission to go forward. So thank you for sharing. Appreciate it. So as we discussed, you you jumped in to the deep end of the pool and you didn't know a whole lot about business. Uh, so how did that, how did that happen?
1: Exactly. What did you learn? Um, so definitely, I didn't have any business background. I only had my passion and I had my corporate experience, of course. Um, by the way, I'm... Um, I studied graphic design, so this is not exactly, you know, my field. Uh, starting a business and and adding this platform to the world, but you know, uh, being a designer helped me first uh, um, design my vision. So when I went to to experts and uh, and to people that that would help me make this uh, a reality. Um, I designed the logo i designed the um, uh, the online platform i showed it to them and i told them look this is my vision and this is what i want to do are you in and they're yes it looks amazing and you know so it helped me definitely it helped me uh, my also experience helped me with um, monetizing the content and offering online solutions um and in regards of the business background, um, there are two things that I did that really helped me. One, I read a lot of business books, a lot. I'm still reading a lot of business books. They help a lot. Um, Business books about business in general, business books about successes of uh, businesses, failures of businesses, um, many, many things that you would really we are really, you know, lucky that we have uh, access to millions of, of uh, books uh, really easily now. So it's like it, it was like a mentorship that would help me with the with my journey. The other thing that I did is uh, connecting with actual mentors, ones that have been through uh, the business and have succeeded, and they would share with me their advice about what made it really uh, uh, succeed? And what are the failures that they went through that I really have to be careful about? Um, and I think it's really important that you get in touch with different kinds of mentors, uh, for example, like uh, business mentor, marketing mentor, sales mentor, uh, and so on. Um, that would really help a lot in, in your journey.
0: Yeah, you said a lot. So let's unpack that. So First, you leaned into your strength of being a creative person, and really focused on building that vision, and transmitting that to other people, showing that passion. And that's a, that's a lot of people uh, go off and start coding or building the product, and it's really real important. And you you. Went that way is building that vision and share as that leader and showing people what you wanted to build. And now you're the leader and they're the followers. So wonderful. And then second, you talked about reading tons of business books. And I bet when you were a corporate, you know, creative, you go like, man, I'm not going to read. I don't need to read, right? But as soon as that need is there, you were pro- you were insatiable. How can I learn this? What can I learn, right?
1: Yeah, 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 and because right. when you're when you love what you're doing and you want to make it successful and you want to make a deep impact, um, you love reading about this and you want to know more and you. So it's it's out of passion. Uh, it's not like I have to read. It's like it's, you say exactly, I'm, exactly.
0: The difference between homework and uh, passion. <laughs> yeah, the have exactly, to do exactly. or I want to do, love to do. Yeah. And then the third thing you talked about was connecting with people, and I often say that's the that's the one thing a, uh, an entrepreneur never has enough money, but it's free to connect with people. How did you go about building your network of remarkable mentors?
1: So uh, I think you need to be um, you need to start connecting without. Uh, feeling that I don't think they will answer. I don't think they will reply. I don't think I'm important enough for them to connect with me. I think just go for it. This is one. So this is what I did. I didn't, it wasn't that I was part, f- for example, of an accelerator at first or, or um, any organization that supported the entrepreneurs. I just went and I introduced myself and I told them I need to, to have uh, like a talk with you. I need advice. And usually when you go to people and you ask for advice, they are helpful. Um, later on, I was part of accelerators, which really help connect with uh, amazing uh, business uh, people uh, that would be uh, mentors uh, for you. So I, I strongly advise that if you're new to business, you need to be part of an accelerator. They would give uh, really uh, great support to you.
0: Excellent. Uh, How many accelerators have you been through at this point?
1: So I have been through quite a few, but every one of them is different than the other. Uh, The last one is Expert Dojo, which was really amazing, uh, an amazing uh, experience. Uh, And I got access to many extraordinary uh, mentors uh, so I highly recommend them. And then I have been through other uh, mentorship uh, programs. One, some of them are from Europe, like uh, from um, Germany, from Sweden. Uh, some are uh, from Jordan. So each one of them is different than the other and gave a different uh, kind of support. Um, so I highly, highly recommend being part of an organization that supports entrepreneurs and, and offers uh, this kind of mentorship.
0: Nice. So on your your journey, hasn't been overnight, yet, but just to, for the audience, yeah, how many users do you have now on the platform and how long has it taken you to get there?
1: Okay, so I have half a million uh, users that are a part of 360 Moms community on a monthly basis. Um, and um, they are from different, different parts of the world, but in specific, they are more from the Arab region, but definitely since we are bilingual as well, and since this is a need, a universal need, uh, parenting and motherhood, we will definitely scale uh, outside the Arab region. Um, And uh, currently, we are working on evolving our uh, mobile app uh, features, making it more personalized, uh, it would be like the personal tool that mothers would rely on every single day, which is something that we really need as moms. We need this kind of support. Uh, so this is what 360 Moms will be offering.
0: Very nice. So half a million users a month and with expansion to multiple languages around the world. Fantastic. Uh, the other thing that we talked about is in that journey, you had to overcome some pretty big obstacles uh, around being a woman founder and a woman founder in an Arab world. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, definitely. So being a a woman, a businesswoman in general, I think in the whole world is challenging. Um, But I think in the Arab region, it's more challenging than uh, other places. So I... I'll tell you a story and and this will uh, give you an idea about um, how women are discriminated, you know. Um, Like after a couple of months, it was before I started 360 Moms, after a couple of months of uh, being married, I applied to a job. And in the interview, he asked me, are you married? I told him, yeah, I got married recently. And he told me, are you gonna get pregnant soon? So that was part of the interview questions. And it was one of the first questions, so I was shocked. So I was thinking to myself, so being a mom means that I will never be a good uh, businesswoman or a good uh, employee, or what is the message that he's giving me? So this is how, how they think in general of women, that women is not, uh, are not as good as men which means that women need to work twice as hard as men to prove themselves. Um, And the second challenge for me is I'm a woman, I'm a mom, and I'm doing or I'm leading um, a business that supports women and mothers. So uh, many, uh, many people don't take this seriously, and they don't believe in it and uh, at the beginning of starting 360 moms many many people did not believe in what i'm doing they only believed in me after they saw the impact after they saw the growth after they saw that we are growing we're succeeding and we're doing an impact in the community and then they got back to us and they told me of course we're we have been supporting you right from the beginning while at the beginning they were not they did not believe in us so uh, I think uh, when we, we prove ourselves, when we succeed, um, and few people will believe in us before we succeed. So this is a really big challenge.
0: Yeah, truly really a pioneer. Yes, uh, even, uh, even in the United States where they can't ask you whether you're married and that sort of stuff, uh, women still earn a lot less than men. Because everybody th- says, "Well, they went out on maternity leave, so we don't need to pay them, and so we don't need to give them a raise because they're not here." Um, yeah. So there's a, there's still there's still that um, inequality, and it's 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 getting better, and I hope to see it better. But I'm glad that you're leading the way, and I'm sure there's lots of other. Uh, you'll be an inspiration to other women founders out there around the world. So I thank you.
1: So. I hope so. Can.
0: Absolutely. No, you're an inspiration to me. So there'll be others, others as well.
1: And then that means a lot.
0: Yes. Um, Now, also, you you, we we talked about how do you how do you build your team? How do you attract people? Because you you were just yourself. You had this vision. You went to mentors. How did you get the first people on board to say, yeah, I'm gonna spend my I'm gonna spend my time and energy working on something, and maybe I'll get paid.
1: So yeah, this is a very good question, uh, Philip, because this has been a challenge, and still it's still a challenge. But uh, we can work around it, and I think any entrepreneur who's listening now will relate to this. Definitely, hiring is is a big challenge that the startups face. Um, so one of the things that uh, we can do and work around it is, you know, give, when we talk to, to people to uh, join uh, the startup, one, we need to show them the passion and the vision and, and where we're going. So this is really important when we're uh, getting on board, talented, smart people. We need We need to show them, how, what what is unique about us what what are we bringing to the world why we're we gonna be a success, uh, success so this is something really important that you need to share with them. Second, since most probably uh, you will not give them a very high salary uh, it will not be competitive to to international uh, uh, corporations so what you can do is give them extra like benefits uh, different benefits like Flexibility uh, at work, um, give, giving them, for example, more days off, um, having very nice outings with the, with the team, uh, making it a very fun uh, atmosphere. Um, in addition, of course, uh, for the seniors, you need to uh, work on giving them equity, uh, you know, uh, based on the seniority, of course. So, all of this will help a lot in hiring but still it's it's not easy. It's not easy, but I can tell you that the team that I have right now um, are amazing. Uh, We all work together like family. We come to work happy. We have a very positive atmosphere. And I think this is really important. Um, And this is about when I told you, uh, um, when I mentioned this about the challenge, I mentioned just hiring, but there's something else. there's a retaining retaining the the the, uh-huh. the, uh, the employee. So to have them stay with you, you need to be uh, you need to appreciate them. you need to acknowledge uh, their efforts and you need to work on 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 progressing uh, their talents, their skills and so on so they can feel that, Uh, they're going somewhere, they're they're going to be big in that, they're going to do this. Uh, If you give them that, uh, you will have very loyal uh, employees. So this is uh, something that I really focus on. I think of um, the employees that I work with uh, as family. I think of them, I have a, a personal connection with them because I know that together we are building uh, something that would eventually make uh, uh, a global impact. Yeah. So, um, yeah,
0: is is that that ability to create that that team, like you said, family environment, is that something unique to is the skills of a woman leader as opposed to a man leader? Is it is that that nurturing capability that you really have a, a strength at doing that? Is it a different type of leadership.
1: Maybe, you know, I never, <laughs> I never thought of this this way. So but different yeah, strengths. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But, but you know, some, uh, some leaders are also, uh, they treat their uh, employees as family, um, and they, they're really good with, uh, with the people that they work with. And this is really important. Um, and I think, and you know what, uh, Phil, I think having a good experience in the corporate world, leading other people will help a lot uh, when you build your uh, your business. So I do recommend that and I, I advise any uh, aspiring entrepreneurs that have get experience, get exposed to the to the uh, corporate world first, uh, work at at different companies, build your experience, and then start, your business because it will really help you your experience will really really help you
0: yeah all those people skills yeah yeah so uh, in in hiring people retaining people recruiting all that did you have any did you have to the opposite where you had to you know how did you know they were not the right fit did you have to get rid of anybody
1: of course, of course.
0: <laughs> it wasn't all roses.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't all roses. I had some some people that was part of Three Hundred and Sixty Moms that did not fit with my vision. Uh, they their attitude was uh, was not part of uh, how we uh, how the atmosphere of Three Hundred and Sixty Moms is. So definitely there was uh, red. Sometimes there were red flags that I ignored. So uh, one advice is um always believe in your instinct um and if you feel that they're not a good fit or they do not um fit within your vision and within uh how the company's uh atmosphere is just uh just stop working together and <laughs> yeah it's the, much better that you part ways
0: yeah we we have the we have the 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 uh the idiom in uh called rip the band-aid off
1: yeah
0: you know exactly. just just lean into your instinct and if it really is that you know if the person has the skills but not the attitude then yeah usually you, you have to get rid of but if they if they have the attitude and not the skills you can give them a little bit of time to get the uh, skills developed but you can't give them forever because you are a startup you don't have unlimited resources so exactly. yeah
1: exactly. I agree I agree Phil.
0: yeah Uh, So I can't believe the time is just flying. So, But I want to get a couple of tips from you on the art of pitching and learning how to pitch your business. Um, What did you discover in that process?
1: So at first, I thought that pitching is so easy that I just need to tell them my idea and that's it. But you know what? pitching is so hard, it's so hard and it needs a lot of practicing because it's not you can't always give them the idea the way that you understand it. So you need to give them the idea and to get it across in the best way possible. And usually pitching has a very limited time. So um, it's something that I have been practicing from the day i i started 360 which is like 5 years ago until now so i i still practice pitching i still practice how i uh present my idea how i start and so on so it needs a lot of practicing and it's really important a very very important skill and and i'll tell you a story about this um i was pitching to to um an it's it's like a program that supports entrepreneurs i was so excited about uh, being part of this program and they told me you have 4 minutes to tell us your uh, your idea and i was very stressed that i need to tell them really really fast and they will they will just get it and then i told them very uh, in a very dry you know way just facts and just what i'm going to do at 360 months and so on And when I finished, they were just looking at me and they told me that's it. And of course I was not accepted at the program. After one week, I applied to another uh, program that uh, supported entrepreneurs. And I changed completely the way I pitched. I told them the personal story that I went through. I I even showed them a a picture of my uh, child at that time and what made me... uh, um, start this journey. And I was just, you know, it was emotional and and I told them what I want to do, like an impact uh, on the world and so on. And when I finished, they clapped. They were so impressed, of course, and I got into the program. Nothing changed. You know, it was just one week away between this pitch and this pitch. Nothing changed about 360 Moms. It's just the way that I presented my idea so it makes a huge difference
0: yeah tremendous lesson that you're sharing with everybody yes it's uh, we're human we we want stories we yeah. want we want heroes heroines so yes yeah, uh, exactly. nice uh as you're as you're going forward uh what help do you need with your business we got an audience they'll be listening to this for a while what help do you need with your business going forward and what what would you ask of them
1: from who exactly help from who
0: well well from anybody that they have a network of people that they know maybe you need investors or you need uh, you know people in different countries is it or you know
1: yeah so i think two things on my mind right now uh, one I would love to be connected with something similar uh, or a similar business that uh, started in the US, for example. I'd like to, to know about uh, lessons learned, uh, how, how, what are the challenges that they had? So if they're hearing this and they want to connect, I would love to connect. Um, another thing is, um, we are raising our next round of investment. So definitely if there are investors that are interested, uh, in the middle East area, the MENA region, um, and then of course we are working on scaling after that outside the MENA region, I would love to connect as well. So yeah, this is what I need right now.
0: Nice. And we'll put in the show notes how to get in contact with you, but you want to just give a shout out as to what's, the, what's the best way to get in, in contact with you? Is that through?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, you can get in touch with me uh, through my email and uh, Dina at 360 moms.net uh, or on uh, my LinkedIn through my LinkedIn uh, profile. Uh, my name is Dina Abdul Majid, uh, So I think you will find me easily. Um, so these two uh, ways uh, are, are the most Perfect. effective ones. Yeah.
0: So for all of you women entrepreneurs and men entrepreneurs that really want to understand how to grow your business and get people on board, you know, uh, go ahead and reach out to Dina and connect and uh, you'll find uh, your networking really good. And I've had a I can't believe how fast the time has gone it's been a pleasure Dina.
1: My pleasure Phil it was it was amazing talking to you and I really salute you on this wonderful program that inspires um, millions of uh, of founders and aspired entrepreneurs. Uh, I wish when I started I listened to to Phil's uh, podcast because it, it would have <laughs> saved me a lot of uh, of you know, uh, challenges along the way. So thank you for having uh, this kind of uh, show, Phil.
0: Thank you very much. And that's that's the whole purpose of the Savvy Founder. If I can save you a, week, a month, a week, a day on your startup journey, then the, the Savvy Founder has done its job. And with that, please, if you've enjoyed the show, share it with another founder, give a five-star review, you want to contact me and have any questions, go to askthesavvyfounder.youcanbook.me. Be in the show notes. Thanks very much. Wishing everybody a bright and profitable future in both their personal and business lives. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and check out our website for tips, thesavvyfounder.com.
0: You can also follow Philip on Clubhouse at The Savvy Founder, wishing you a profitable and bright future.
1: Safe journeys. See you next week.